with another episode of Living the Past. Uh, we are a, a podcast that talks about the 90s. We talk about whether it was the greatest decade or the beginning of the end of a civilization. Uh, as with mm. the always is, is the, there's a lot the of... One on the, fence. Yeah. Hello. Uh, the one on the fence. Yeah. The one on the fence, Ben. And we also have uh, a guest with us, Laura. Thanks for coming back again. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. We almost didn't make it. Someone was writing notes for an hour and a half. Hey. They're typed notes, and I'm very happy. Yeah, it's better than my scroll. Yeah, oh, <laughs> scrolling of a madwoman. <laughs> Uncontrollable elf. It yeah. is October 1992 that we're talking about. This is the spooky month. Uh, we this one could go for a little bit longer. We got Spooktober. some stuff to Spooktober. We got yeah. a lot of stuff to talk to talk about. Wasn't a weird. I couldn't find a lot of stuff. Like I couldn't find a lot of spooky stuff. Bigfoot ghosts. Oh, I deep dived. I was. Uh... <sighs> I found some stuff. Yeah. All right, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it because I, I've got one thing and that's about it. But we're, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, before we talk anything uh, '90s, let's talk what we're watching right now, living in the now. All right, so what have you been watching? Uh, Apart from stuff that you have I to was watch. Like, bottom all week. Um, actually, so remember how I'd never make note of what we've been watching now. Yeah. I've got that little section at the top of my notepad that says now. <laughs> I don't think we've done anything else lately. We watched, and we were just talking about this, we watched the new episodes of um, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. We, we watched we those that. two before we went into 90s lockdown. And keeping up to date with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, obviously. Yeah. Is that back on? Yeah, yeah. eight episodes in. What are you doing? Uh, I watch other stuff. <laughs> <sighs> I watched the, there's a new thing, um, so there's a series called American Crime Story. They did the People vs. O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've just done impeachment. Yeah. Uh, which is all about the Bill Clinton, uh, man, they've made that, they made that shit look like the 90s. Everyone's, yeah. Uh, um, well, Beanie, it Be- was, right? Uh, Beanie Feldstein, awesome as Monica Lewinsky. Um, I can't believe that Sarah Paulson as Linda Trippett, like she... It took me half the episode. Like, oh, that's Sarah Paulson. As who? As Linda Tripp. Um, she's one of the. Is. If you watch the impeachment, and when when we get to it, she's a major player in all of that. So, is that Emma Thompson's character from Primarily Primary Colors? Sort uh, of yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Primary Colors. <laughs> yeah, good film. Um, apart from that, uh, yeah, watching. Um, uh, we've been watching Puppet History. That's our Saturday morning. Nice. thing so we uh we go back to bed with our breakfast and our coffee and we watch uh, public history it's been yeah. we're also i just um just before we started also we're, we're getting into what we do in the shadows the tv show and also reservation dogs so um yeah watching a few more tv shows lately so um just yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah other than the odd show here and there we haven't even watched bailey for like two weeks i know oh i did watch the woodstock 99 finally what doco. did you think? Oh my god! Horrible, horrifying. Oh man! Aren't boys just the worst? Uh, have you watched it? No, but I remember like the stories at the time. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff about it's a bit on the fence for me. Like they they sort of like point the finger at Limbiscuit and then they sort of pull it away. And I'm like, uh, you could probably leave it there. Yeah, it. <laughs> we all know though. Uh, Chili Peppers deciding to play Jimi Hendrix's fire when people were setting fires. That's kind- nice. Was that, that kind of cool? No. No? <laughs> no. Um, I wasn't there. And the best movie we watched, actually, we watched 1917. Have you seen that? No. Remind it's me. It's about a World War One. Two guys have to go... Um, two soldiers are sent to the front line to stop a 
um, a battle from taking place to stop the the charge, um, and they just go through hell. And it's it's like it's not really even a war movie; it's like a survival movie. And we're like, you know, we weren't really in the mood for a movie, and then we got we were in like within ten minutes. You're in, and they're it's all, long, right? It's all one shot. That's right. Yeah, I remember hearing so Sam Mendes. Yeah, it's like it's it's just amazing. Like it's just like, this one tracking shot for like most of it. And it's just amazing. So if you've never seen 1917, a lot of people have. But like, yeah, Impressive. I was actually very. Uh, I've watched a couple of. Uh, I've said until 10:30 this week a couple of times. Yeah, look at me. Not even holidays. I <laughs> know. Uh oh. It's wrecked the next day. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> uh, let's go into the notes. We got a lot to cover this month. So back into the events. Okay, uh, so let's get into the quiz. Uh, yeah. All right, so something landed in the driveway of a New York uh, house. Was it a vulture, poop from an aeroplane, a meteorite, or a piece of space shuttle? Mm, 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 poop. No. From an air- oh. Space shuttle? Meteorite. Ugh. You'd lose it. So close. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, smash their 57 Chevy. <laughs> oh. It's like, it just makes me think of like some movie you're just like, you know, today's going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the Chevy out of the, out of the garage. <laughs> like in uh, Alan Parcher, Michael's telling the story about his Apache attack helicopter. <laughs> Not me, Troy, I'm stuck. <laughs> the guy's just like, you know, he's running his finger along it, just like, yeah, can I take this baby out today? <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, weird. Um, if you look it up, I might even put it up on the Instagram. Pretty in, pretty impressive pictures. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't uh, huge, but it, uh, because of the velocity, it's fucking... It's a yeah. car destroyed. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, so, Sinead O'Connor was on SNL. Mm-hmm. And she ripped up a picture of someone. Who was that someone? Oh, oh we don't get multiple choice. I can't remember who it was. Like we, were ju- we just talked about this not long ago. We did. That's super annoying that it's not multiple choice. Mm. Yes. Who who thought of that? This is. I'm gonna be so mad when you say who it is. Cause, yeah. Cause it's a pretty I, prominent figure in her homelands. Bono. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I talked like Bono. <laughs> Jerry Rafferty. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sinn Fein. Don't like Baker Street. <laughs> no one would ever say that. Uh, no, that's just. Um, it's not Sinn Fein. Uh, it's not Sinn Fein. Well, that's like what the, everyone in Sinn Fein. <laughs> I don't know. How's like, how many times do you want to say it and get it wrong? <laughs> just twice. Laura. A prominent. Those, those are the Irish names that I know. A prominent figure that would upset a lot of Americans. It's not The Edge? Please, please help me. The Edge, yeah. (laughs) Adam Clayton? I don't like that numb film clip where people were touching his face all the time. Yeah, me either. Um, The Pope. Um, I would not have got that. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that, actually. ripped up a picture of the Pope and people went fucking nuts and were not happy with her. Uh, A lot of her shows got cancelled. Was it autographed or something? (laughs) Yes. She got an autographed (laughs) picture of the Pope. (laughs) <laughs> Tore it up, and then they said, "They said," and he, she's like, "Nah, uh, who cares?" Uh, well, back then, I mean, even now, but even yeah, back I feel then. like even now that there would be an uproar. Well, the maybe not lately, but I feel like previously the current pope has been decent. 
Mm. And then more recently, he's in, been garbage. In comparison. Yeah. <laughs> in comparison. Like, there's moments Still of like, garbage. hey, this guy's all right. Oh, wait, not quite. So going from the Pope to Madonna's sex book. Um, <laughs> Small jump. Madonna's sex book was released in October 1992. I remember going to my uh, news agent and seeing the oh. uh, Mylar uh, cover that you couldn't see anything. It was yeah. just a big silver color cover. I tried to look at it and the news agent sort of gave me the, the stinker. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your mad magazines. <laughs> uh, which of these celebrities weren't included in Madonna's sex uh, book? You're going to know this, aren't you? Isabella Rossellini. Vanilla Ice, Mickey Rourke, or Naomi Campbell. One please, of those. Please be not... Mickey Rourke. It's Isabella, isn't it? No, she wasn't there. Oh, is Mickey Rourke in there? No. Damn, oh, I was thank really happy But Vanilla Ice is. He is. That's okay. And he she is. compared Vanilla Ice to Elvis. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Like face structure? Yep. A young Elvis, Hairline. apparently. She did an interview in 92, which I read. And she was comparing Pennywise to Elvis. <laughs> in what way? Like the fact that he's going to die soon <laughs> on the toilet? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, no, she just loved him, apparently. In her defense, she'd never met Elvis, so you can't have that good a comparison. And she did have a problem and he solved it, so... It's a line from one of his songs. Oh. I thought... His only song. <laughs> I thought he might have renovated her house or something. <laughs> <laughs> Was That's that your good future view. That, so, yeah, you guys were terrible at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, there were the first uh, three-way presidential debate happened on TV. So, it was Bush, Clinton, and um, Rasparel. Uh, who, who was what? What? Who was... I thought they only had two parties. Who's the third party? Ross Perot. Just in his own party? Yeah, yeah. He, he runs as an independent. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck ahead. to him. Throw your vote away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a bit of a shit show, uh, but and Clinton sort of came out on top because uh, when you're looking at those three people, you're like, I mm. guess he's the best one. Uh, yeah, like current times. Really. <laughs> but even then, I'm like, how did Biden win? Were you even the best of them? You bumbling old man. <laughs> <laughs> America's cool uncle. Uh, and that sort of rounds out the uh, the events for um, October. So, should we go into like the gross events? Let's go into the spookies. Do you think I'm spooky? Do you want a true crime first? Yeah, true crimey. Have you have you both got stuff for it? I've only got. One and that was. You've probably got the same one. Have you got a haunting tale that ends up in <laughs> like last year where I started making jokes, and then I felt really bad at the end because I was making jokes about some kid. <laughs> yes, except I don't know how I'd make jokes about this because it's just really sad. Okay, cool. Let's start with Laura. Guess just <laughs> guess choice. Well, with true crime, I have my little notes. Um, don't drop them. That's what I've been doing for the last week is watching that footage of Scott Morrison drop his notes <laughs> and then someone putting Homer <laughs> yelling, he dropped his notes. Um, so I guess the first victim of the Snowtown killings was in... I did see that, yeah. 92? Yeah. Um, I don't think the body was found till 94 and it was treated 
as suicide at the time. But um, was that the old guy? The, the... No, um, Clinton Trezise. Okay. Or yep. Trezise. He was 22. So yeah, if you don't know Snowtown, it was a pretty. We will get there. Yeah, pretty gross case, uh, and um, that's what one of Adelaide's famous. South Australia's famous cases. Such a cool town name as well. Just ruined forever. It was my family's um, vacation town. Ugh. Yeah. Until 94. Oh, no. It was back in the 80s. Okay. Yeah. I think for a while they capitalised on it. And now uh, they don't really... I don't know if they... There yeah. used to be towns on the way down to York's like that were selling those um, gross badges. Barrel and, shirts. Yeah, barrel yeah. shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. So there was, I think, 12 people and... They were found in barrels, so... Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, and then in 92, I think the first, like, the remains um, from Ivan Milat. So yeah. the yep. backpacker killer were found in 92. I don't think he was convicted till 94. I think they found him in 93. So, okay. yeah, I think we'll, we'll get into that next year. Gross. Goody. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. those were the two that came up. On the true crime front, I found the I-70 killer um, was a serial killer that still hasn't been apprehended to this day. He was uh, he was in America. He went across three states. He killed six store clerks Ooh. over um, a few months. Um, they were all on like strip malls off the um, Interstate 70. That's why they called them I-70. Um, he five five females, one male, and the male, they think they th- he had a ponytail. So I think oh. they thought he was a female. And, right. Um, came faced, one person came face to face with him but, um, and gave a description, but they, the guy got away. Uh, but yeah, um, it's it's a few, I, I, should, I watched the Unsolved Mysteries episode on it. Oh, cool. Also watched the Unsolved Mysteries that Matthew McConaughey's in. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Who does he play? <laughs> Shirtless guy number one. Nice. <laughs> He's mowing a lawn. Oh. Yeah. No, it's, that's, it's, that's his spot. It's pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's the one. That's, that's the major one that I, I found. Um, I feel like the worst thing, getting older and thinking about those things and watching those like episodes now, is the horrible part that they didn't catch them. But then they've just gone on and had a normal like they haven't continued killing yeah and like possibly getting caught they've just gone and had a normal life yeah like is it btk killer in mindhunter it's like shows him having this normal life yeah goes and yeah. kills normal life he sort of he sort of Whoa. went in and out like he was like he'll have like this spate of killings and he'll go back to his like life and stuff like that golden state. yeah yeah, yeah. golden state was the same it's yeah. gross yeah it is gross and i it think is. ben gets really frustrated when it's unsolved well, I mean, every normal person should. Yeah. Yeah. I like some suspense, but, you know, do your fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> but you would think, like, killing people in different states, different areas, like, you would have more witnesses of, like, this guy was in town yeah, for one then, day. Then you get that gone. Zodiac thing going on where the uh, law enforcement don't cooperate with each other and don't make task force and they yeah. want their own. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. And then no one wants to do their job. Yeah. Because they can get paid without doing it. How good was Zodiac, though? Yeah. <laughs> when do we get to Zodiac? We're going to reflect on this every episode. You need a Zodiac minute. 2007. I still don't know. Oh, man, know. we could do a Zodiac minute for every episode, and then we'll probably be there by the time. Everything <laughs> that makes us think of Zodiac. I still don't know in singles I'm why I wrote down pretty Zodiac. pretty sure it's that guy. The ponytail guy in singles is in Zodiac. Yeah, but I didn't know that he was in it. Okay. When you sent me the 
screenshot of him in Zodiac. I don't remember that at all. He's one of the last people on screen in Zodiac too. I feel like I just thought that there was someone in singles that could have gone and been the Zodiac killer. Let's watch singles again. And then Zodiac. Let's watch them at the same time. <laughs> and see if they overlap. Yeah, dark side of the moon. He solved it. Seattle San Francisco. He's oh, actually came on crow. What a night. I can't wait. Oh, man. Um, speaking of good times. So, I'm surprised neither of you mentioned this. Rihanna Baru. Baru. Yeah. Baru. Um, the 12-year-old Adelaide girl that just went to the shop. Morphavale. Went home. Went missing. Yeah, I remember that was a, that was like uh, our sort of Beaumont thing. I remember at the time, like people yeah. stopped. My sister, like, was probably about the same age as her, so like she stopped sort of going out um, as much. And... There's currently a million dollar award. Yep. For like any substantial evidence about this, because they just had nothing. Yeah, she was at a twelve year old girl that lived in Adelaide in a suburb called Morphavale. Yeah, and went to the shops and just never came back. She went to get a Christmas card. Yes. Um, she got the. She walked to the nearby shops because the buses were on strike. Yes. Otherwise, she would have got the bus to where her mum was, had lunch with her mum, and got the bus home. Which I guess probably wouldn't make a difference because she's still going to be home alone. Because uh, she got home from the shop. They found the Christmas card at home. And they found her stuff like she'd made it back home. That was That's the weird thing. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, did she come home with someone? And then they went. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like maybe someone walked her home. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Um, followed her home and just waited till the uh, doors open. Yeah. Yeah. People are gross. I've yeah. watched too much true crime. Same with South Australia. So South um, Australia's got some weird history of true crime. So that was, I think, October 7th, 1992 mm-hmm. in Morford Valley, you said? Yeah, Morford Valley, yeah. Um, so if Colonnade Shopping Centre, so if anyone of the 10 people that listen to this know anything about it, like, do something about it. Yeah. Because oh, the police can't. <laughs> I'm sure they've still got a cold case working on it. Mm. Uh, have we got anything spooky? Something I, to lift us up? I do. I have. <laughs> Is there any UFOs? There's UFOs, there's ghosts. I tried to Australia as well. Um, Should we cover Ghost Watch to sort of segue into this? You could. On Saturday night, we'll be visiting the most haunted house in Britain. But will the ghosts be there? Can you take it? Ghostwatch, a Screen One special for Halloween, Saturday at 9.25 on One. Okay, so we all watch, well, you guys watch the actual movie. There was a thing in the BBC for Halloween where they made Paranormal Activity in 1992. <laughs> uh, it was all fake. But they, they they had this show where you could call in and they made it they made it look like a doc, doco. People in the UK lost their mind. Uh, said, you got to turn this off. My kids are freaking out. Um, unfortunately, there's a... I don't know whether you could... Look, there is a young man that took his own life um, five days after watching it and he was quite affected by it. And I think the, the family do blame that. Um, but I think there's you know, obviously underlying... Uh, mental health issues as well i think there was underlying mental health issues but he did write he did leave a note um i was saying that that there's ghosts and if ghosts are real then he wants to be one and be with them as a ghost forever so i think it it did kind of definitely played a part played a part but um i think that obviously the issues were already already there so that was a bit sad if you watch it now 
Um, I, I, you guys actually watched the whole thing. I only the saw the whole like, thing. I only watched a couple of um, sort of uh, lookbacks on it. Did you uh, watch the BuzzFeed one? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was <laughs> waiting for Parkinson to like interview a ghost. It's like I, 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 I you know, Keith Richards, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's just uh, he looks. In the footage I saw, he looks out of his depth. Or not out of his depth, just like he just could not give a shit. It's like, well, this is part of my contract. I, I didn't read this part of it, but apparently I've got to do this bullshit. I thought he was probably the best thing in it. Yeah, he was... But in him not doing his best is the best. <laughs> is better oh, than definitely. Else. Yeah. But considering he's acting, like, mm. I thought he was still basically Michael Parkinson. Oh, yeah. And that's the biggest issue people would have had is he's an institution for... British TV. Yeah. If you see Michael Parkinson, him and David Attenborough, they're on the TV. <laughs> David Attenborough was doing <laughs> And the Pipes the Ghost comes <laughs> The ghost is called Pipes. Okay. Yes. Also, we need to get to the most important part. Did you hear what the cupboard under the stair was, was called? The glory hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they said it over and over and over again. Why? And over. How do they not know Pipes was, in the, was in the glory hole? It's like, oh, they're in the glory hole now. <laughs> Um, How do they not hear what they were saying? There's some pretty. I think that's just what they're called over there, right? Like yeah. covered under the. But surely in 1992, you know that. Apparently not. I would love to see was... the cut back to Parky, and he's just like got these like. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Someone whispering to him what a glory hole really is. No. <laughs> Keith Richardson. <laughs> um, Craig Charles would tell him what it is. Yeah. He definitely knew. Was Craig Charles the guy in the mask? The... No, he was one of the like. He was out in the street presenting like from red dwarf yeah because there's a bit where he jumps out of the cupboard and he's got like, oh yeah and yeah. me and mal were watching it and we we're like i'm pretty sure that's lister yeah and, I was, yeah. and she's like nah i was like i'm pretty sure it's lister. I was like yeah it's, it's, it's wow yeah man it was but it's like pulled in every, did everyone just have like, this thing in the contract it's like might have to do some bullshit in 92 <laughs> i don't know I feel, it would have been a big deal yeah. I feel like. kids pretty good actors i i yeah. quite enjoyed it yeah um i thought it was like it was funny, but like it wasn't supposed to be. But it was, it was full set up like one of those, you know, those shows, those charity shows where you dial in and oh, yeah. kind Red of Nose like Day. kind of like set up like that, like a telethon. Yeah, Halloween Red Nose and Day, and like people would call in and tell their stories from the neighborhood and what was linked to the house, I guess. Yeah, and it's um, like one dude that called in, but is an actor about like who Pipes was. It's like apparently it was just like convicted felon molester sort of thing. It's just like there was one. It was so Alan Partridge's guy calls. He's like, my plate was on the arm of my chair and it fell off. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of Alan Partridge. Uh, what moments. about the plate? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Michael Parkinson was like, I think uh, someone's had a few too many tonight. <laughs> so I don't think up they told people that it. Like they didn't tell anyone that it wasn't real, so people were watching it with the idea that it was real. So no, when they were real life TV presenters, like yeah. playing themselves, yeah. so it was like it's like War of the Worlds from back in like the thirties. Like it's just you know mass hysteria. People were just like apparently like kids were freaking out for the next like year. Like couldn't sleep. There was what stuff. there was. They said they say there was thirty thousand complaints. Yeah, and it was banned for ten years. Yeah, one article said a hundred thousand. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me at that mm. time in Britain. <laughs> it was, I found it very noticeable though, the doc, the quote unquote doctor, the lady that's on the show chatting yeah. with him, was the only actor. Mm. Quite obvious that she was playing a part, whereas everyone yeah. else was just like being their usual shitty presenter selves. Yeah. And I saw, um, I mean, the bit where like, there's a bit where you can see someone standing in the room 
with the girls. Like, that was pretty cool. There were some really good lines and some good bits, but the whole thing was basically the Enfield ghost that happened in yeah. the 70s in... in um, Conjuring um, 2? Conjuring 3. <laughs> in Conjuring... Yeah, it was Conjuring 2. But, like, it supposedly happened in real I couldn't life. watch that because I had a kid with glasses in it. I can't watch a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you like, hate kids with glasses? Well, no, I love my kid with glasses. Oh, um, all right. Because like, I've got a kid with glasses, then I know there's going to be a point where his glasses are going to fall off and there's going to be an imminent danger in front of me. He's not going to be able to see it. And I'm going to go... <gasps> yeah. And Anna Klumsky's not going to be around to help. Oh, shut up. <laughs> there is um. another option. <laughs> there is a British... Uh, t- it's like a TV documentary of the Enfield case and it's actually quite good it's on shutter oh, okay cool. um yep. so worth worth watching but i've looked into that and a thousand times like it's some really, of it was just like, it's a really intriguing case it was it's like they lifted right out of that story like yeah. oh, she sure. was doing these voices so we like shut her mouth and taped it and then she was still doing the voices like that's yeah oh she had water the in old, her mouth yeah the old man all of that's kind that's of... what the this is just a ventriloquist then. <laughs> um, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. And my note on here about it was, I liked watching Parky wander around confused for 10 minutes at the end. Is that what he was doing? Well, this there's, is... do you want to know what happens I at do. the end? Um, like the spirit manages to get into the studio <laughs> and it blows everything around and everything's falling down and Parky's just wandering around confused and then he's possessed at the end and it finishes. <gasps> Parkinson? He mumbles the rhyme at the oh. end, the fee-fi, fo-fum things. Um, I'm quite drunk. <laughs> F- FYI, I uh, fell asleep at the end. Uh, he, well. he fell asleep and I was like, Ben, Park, he's wandering around. <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. We've seen that the whole time. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he got possessed. There was a sketch show. It's like, it's like three seconds at the end. But, uh, yeah. I remember there was a sketch show that did a bit about Parkinson just like walking around in, in society and just interviewing people like it says that he's retired and he just goes to the bus stop and he just starts like launching into an interview so, so, so when, <laughs> when, when, when when is the bus uh, 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 coming and uh, that's it <laughs> has parky ever been outed as a bad person i think he's one of the few remaining him so. and attenborough are the holdouts what could he do i hope they have tea together and what, what could he do? I don't know. Like well, lots just, of stuff. He's just interviewing people. He just hasn't got time to be a yeah. shit person. Yeah, fingers crossed. He he's like the original Louis Theroux. Mm. Not as charismatic. No, well, like he's well, not more charismatic. I yeah, more know. charismatic. <laughs> but like, all he does is like sit and listen and talk. He yeah. doesn't stand in the, the corner of a kitchen, just like just folded <laughs> arms, just like like Louis Theroux does. Just like, oh, don't shatter that glass. Oh, uh, he. <laughs> no one's here, but Paul just looked like him. <laughs> is yeah is is there fear is there confusion is there excitement is there a soul inside there somewhere he's just like gotta be in balance gotta be in, <laughs> gotta be balanced gotta be balanced gotta be balanced it's like oh okay he's pretty magical though i watched his tiger king one. oh yeah yeah that's right uh so ufos hit me oh yeah well ufos or ghosts I'm let's sure. go keep going go the ghosts let's let's, right. let's get going ghosts so i did uh an australian one which nice. is uh willow court asylum in tassie mm. um so i think its heritage started before 1827 so it's it's been there um like longer than the port arthur historic site um basically it housed people with disabilities and the mentally ill okay um you can imagine 
that it wasn't one of the best of places. Mm. Um, but Tassie was the first state in Australia to de like institutionalize all of the people and house them properly. Oh, good. But it wasn't until 2001. Ooh, that's a long time. (laughs) Um, So it was running until then. And in 1992, a report stated that a male nurse felt the full impact of a ghost when he collapsed on the floor of Ward 5 and would not respond to any anti-anxiety shots that um, the doctors administered. The ghost fell on top of him? I think maybe pushed him. That's what or I would do if I was a ghost. I'd just trip, on, I'd trip over on someone just like, ooh. But like the, doctor's, <laughs> the doctor's report was full impact of a ghost. Okay. The doctor's so. report? Well, that he had a he had to have anti-anxiety shots and stuff because he was so right. freaked out by the experience. And he just like went, bam, went down. Nice. Um, so well, that, nice. that was in Tasmania. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's just a ghost. And I think they do ghost tours and stuff there now. I did um, two down in Tasmania. I haven't done the didn't do the Port Arthur because mm. I'd heard things, but I did a couple of jails while we were on our honeymoon. That was pretty cool. Had you heard haunted things that you didn't want to? Experience? I heard that it's pretty intense. If and like it's at night, like but it's like it's also quite because um, Port Arthur is actually a pretty big place. Yeah, like it's pretty sprawling and like you go around everywhere. Um, we went to Port Arthur during the day and we went to the to the site of the of the massacre, and that's just like a. Yeah, that was enough. I was like, oh, I want to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know fair. that I'd, I'd feel comfortable doing a ghost it's, tour around I, all of that. I was the only sign. This is, so in my in my experience, I'm not a very paranormal person. I felt cold in the sun. Oh, in the it, at that at the site because you yeah. can you, you stand at the front of where the um restaurant was. Okay. And obviously, there's a lot of weight to it because you know what happened there. But like, I felt physically cold. Yeah, and, and you'd acclimatized like, to Tasmania by this point. And you knew that it's cold. Well, anyway. it, was, uh, it was October or November, sorry. So it was actually near summer. So it was actually quite quite good. Oh. And then and like it was full sun that day, and I was just remember like we both um, were just like yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a it's a pretty uh, full on emotional feeling. Yeah, yeah, the energy there would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. in, but in the <laughs> in the other place in the prison, that was not a feeling. That was just funny <laughs> oh we did oh we also did a launceston ghost walk um that was about uh, three degrees walking uh, through launceston that was a thing <laughs> no thanks that was pretty cool though yeah. you can't have enough layers for that can you uh, uh once you get out there you're just like yeah this is it this is it yeah. yeah so do you have any fun stories um i mean i thought the ghost ones would be fun and they're not so far well that's because it went on to port you could one, Paul. Um, so, 92, Carlton Cinema Nova opened, and it has a resident ghost of a young girl who's been spotted running down the aisles. That is the most information. An old, uh, like an old-timey girl or just a little girl? Or? Just as a young girl. So, probably a little girl, I would say. I would probably yell at her to sit down because I'm watching yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> Trying to watch Last Boy Scout. I've seen it. I've seen it in action. I know. No, you're yelling at people in the cinema. <laughs> Well, name someone who hasn't. <laughs> um, Only in the earlier years. Now you sleep at the cinema and everyone can do what they want. Remember Transformers 2? Yes. <laughs> you should not have quilted walls because I'm going to go to sleep on them. I thought for a moment they brought back the sound of the Transformers transforming. <laughs> but no, it was Paul. <laughs> Is Grimlock here? Nope. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Now, get up to that one. Cosmic Aliens, what do you got? 
Um, I have one in Adelaide. Ooh. Uh, Moira. Moira. Uh, Moira in was the name of that in 1992. Alien? Was it the, was it like the person saw it was Moira? No, yes. That is the witness okay. of the... Okay. Moira. So Moira um, had a number of episodes that led her to report this to... So there's a weird UFO pin drop page. Okay. And it takes you to locations of sightings, which oh. is pretty cool. Um, basically <laughs> kept waking up to seeing things okay um so she'd wake up and there'd be red glowing in her bedroom um one morning she one night she woke up and there was red glowing so she got up to look out the window and she said she saw a ufo on a vacant block with like white little beings around it and then another night she woke up to see a figure by her bed and it touched her, but she can't remember anything after that. Ooh. I don't know if there's a little bit of sleep paralysis going on here. Mm. There's no more details than that um, on the Adelaide one. Um, but there was, uh, so 992 is when Bonnie Bridge happened, which is like a notorious. Where's that? Um, so that's in Scotland. Hi. And... Um, so basically in 1992, a gentleman called James Walker noticed some lights in the sky and he was in his car and he noticed that they were looking like they were dancing. Okay. Can I get you to do the Scottish, but like, so you saw some lights in the sky. What would the Scottish person say? Do Wait, a Scottish like, accent for me. <laughs> Dance monkey. <laughs> no, fucking you've done it. There's, right, there's lights can. dancing in the sky. Moira! <laughs> Moira! There's lights in the sky. I think they're fucking dancing. <laughs> Basically, and then he he drove off. Um, All right, what out? Come on. <laughs> but apparently, he was a he was a businessman, so they thought he was quite credible. Oh, okay. Yeah. He wasn't a like UFO person. He wasn't what you used to sound like. <laughs> no. Moira, there's lights in the sky. He's not he's not a Rangers fan. <laughs> he was also by himself, so. <laughs> Moira was his cat. <laughs> um. But yeah, apparently, so there's an area stretching from Stirling to Fife. In Scotland, not yeah. Adelaide. No, which is in Edinburgh. Okay, that's around yes. where my dad was born. I used to not be able to pronounce Edinburgh. I'd say Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Um, so this, uh, basically, it's claimed to be the world's number one UFO location with over 300 spots. Drunk Scotsman. <laughs> no, but this one was, so that. Same year, Isabella Sloggett and her daughter were... Excuse me? Isabella Sloggett. They were walking towards Bonnie Bridge and saw a blue light hovering above the road um, in front of them. It landed and apparently a door opened and then this unearthly howl came out and they were overcome by an overwhelming sense of terror. They screamed and then ran away. Okay. So this is the same year. And I think my favourite one is a lady woke up with light shining in their window and went to go see what it was. And she saw a thing described as a giant bird, the size of a man or possible human-like figure with wings. And it, I reckon it was Mothman. Did it Mothman. have red eyes? I don't know. Not in the, not in the description. Uh, <laughs> I, I, think I should have looked up to see if there was a catastrophe afterwards. We didn't have any uh, Mothman mentions for a while now, have we? No. So, He's always in my heart. <laughs> Did you see, I think it was our other friend, our other Laura posted this picture of a giant bird. That yeah, now they're saying some of the sightings could have been that. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, but it's like this six foot tall bird with this weird giant yeah, head. Prehistoric looking. Yeah. 
Um, Mothman's so real. I, I like that one because any mention of a Mothman <laughs> yeah. is okay with me. Yeah, I because I, I used to get the magazine like forty in times and like uh, UK especially. Man, it's got like so much history there for ghosts and stuff like that. But then also like another big thing was like big cats as well. They always got yeah, like, big black cats. cats. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I like I like the idea of big cats like just roaming around. Apparently, someone in Adelaide too. Yeah, the they've been seen here a lot, yeah. and they're supposed to happen a lot around UFO sightings. As oh, okay, well. cool. So it's like, like um the big black dogs like near bridges and stuff like that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those sort of animal ones, I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Uh, I like reading about them. Like, pretty cool. what about so? There's the Yowie, oh, which yeah. is our version of Bigfoot, and I had a couple of stories, and one of them's from Adelaide. Nice. Um, well, it's actually Kaipo. Oh, um, Forest, and this one just made me laugh, so I have to read it um, as you get to the end. So I was asleep, and in the morning, I was told of the scouts that gone wandering, but scared away by a scruffy large man that screamed at them. They ran all the way back I wasn't, to camp. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Um, and told the other leader, and he stayed up most of the night calming them down. Um, apparently, they were terrified. Um, and one of them was like known to be really cocky, but he was like terrified and white and didn't know what it was. Um, they went and searched it, but they couldn't find anything. Um, and the people that were left while they were searching were really worried they were going to get hurt. Mm. Then at the end of the story, he goes, I've heard some terrible bellowing noises in the area. I've put this all down to milking cows and thing in the bushes. Maybe a tramp. Plus, we have suspicion of dope crop growing nearby. There's some shady characters there. (laughs) Local tramp. Local tramps. What would they be doing that far? Milking a cow. No, but just in the the Kaipo forest? Yeah. You get tramps around there? In the... I don't know. There's a lot of... The word tramp makes me think of like a lovable guy with a bindle like waiting to get into a train. Yeah, you yeah. should let him have you. There's yeah. no trains around there. What's he doing? Um, He's lost. But there was a serious one which I liked and I'm not 100% sure this was, but it was in Australia. I think it was Queensland because if Fucking no one knows, Queensland. Queensland is like the hot spot for yowies. Like a lot of the... For sightings of large people. hairy men. Yes. yes. Yes, Queensland is. And having to hide them. <laughs> yeah. But this one was like a military thing and they have, so they had guys out doing like a drill. Yeah. Um, and they were sleeping out. There was about four of them. Um, and they got a food drop of meat. And that night they were all woken up to loud screaming and running through the bush and their tents dropped. Um, they saw this thing going through all of their bags and destruct, like destroying the camp. Um, they were frightened and just laid there in total shock. Didn't try and shoot or anything. Ooh. Um, and then after they left, they crawled out and, um, yeah, some of the foods were missing, but I like this one. Cause then like the page later, one of the guys that was there from the army came in and just corrected some of the stuff that oh, still okay, says cool. that it happened and he doesn't know what it was. So that one was, that was kind of cool. So and then they was... made a chocolate out of it. <laughs> yeah, yes. they did. Is it the chocolate? That's the one that had stuff inside it. Yeah, it's yes. like a kind of surprise type thing. Yeah. But just with more chocolate in it. Little yeah. I think. I don't know. Would yeah, they had little get mini um, M&Ms and stuff in it. It's awesome. Oh, I did it. Yeah. I was too busy eating those, um, the little animal friend ones. Oh, the, with the, the native ones? With the native. Yeah, yeah they you were get like that. five in a pack. Oh, furry friends? Yeah. 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 They were the ones that my I used to get every uh, Easter. Fuck yeah, they were good. Yeah. 
So those are my little yowie stories. Oh. And you can find there's there is like I'm following a yowie yowie search um, oh. Instagram page now. Nice. And there's hot spots, and it's the same for Bigfoot sightings in the USA. So I had a really good time. Is there Adelaide hot spots? Um, just the few around Kaipo. Would you go there? I've been to Kaipo. No, but like, would you go to a hot spot looking for a yowie? I wouldn't mind going up to Queensland and doing it. That's where like a lot of the guys... I think there's a guy that like even sent hair to the FBI saying it was... um. And they pretended to test it and then said it was inconclusive? Yeah, I think... We, and we had a recent one where the guys caught something on, um, you know, you can see the heat of the body. What's it called? Like a heat infrared map? Infrared sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And he caught this big, large creature in infrared on it. Man, I would love that to happen. But just let it, just he's, present yourself. He's yeah, saying <laughs> that it did, but uh, not a lot of people believe him. It could be, going back to Mothman, I've just discovered, it is a shoebill stalk. The giant bird. You want to see it? I do. Um, the Northern Herald blog posted it saying, Shubil stork does not attack humans. All they do is stare at you. Is that real? That's not real. I, I feel like that's not real. No, I think it's real. That was like a guy in a suit. Yeah, I feel like Ben's about to send his money to <laughs> the overseas. I'm not paying for it. I'm just <laughs> Googling's. Say the shoe That's not stalk. the one I saw. Like, there's a prehistoric-y looking bird that it could be. It's quite big, but did I tell you about the book I read about, um, by Max Brooks? Who did like the he did the zombie survival guide. He did one called Devolution, and it's about Bigfoot and a volcano erupting in Seattle. No, it's really good. I did the Bigfoot make it. the volcano erupt? No, nah, but like, what? Are, like, they're saying that there's a link between because there's a there's a um. There's an active volcano called Mount Rainier, I think, and that exploit yes. that that um that erupts, and then the Bigfoot starts to attack this. It's like actually like a um, it's like a green city, little middle like they're doing um observations and stuff out there, and they get sort of secluded and attacked by this Bigfoot, and it's pretty cool. It's all taught. It's all told through um journal entries from this one girl. It's pretty cool. It sounds like a video game. It's really good. I wonder. So some people think that Bigfoot is an interdimensional being. That is a common thing, and I wonder. Do you if, think that? Sort of, but maybe maybe the volcano erupts and then frees him from his little. It looks like area. someone from Labyrinth. That's that's a real bird. That's what happens in King Kong. They've yeah. got they're, they're, that's from a volcano, isn't it? Or they're from an incident in King Kong versus Godzilla. They they came from like that dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. But that's what a lot of people think. All the phenomenon is like it's just coming through from other portals. I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mothman's butt cheeks. I think that's it for my. I tried to not go too heavy this time. No, that's cool. You got anything else? Uh, nothing spooky. No. I will just double check. Shall we leave Spooktober and go back to October? <laughs> Follow that one up. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> uh, this is going to be rough. Um, so there was sports in October of 1982. Was there? There was. Who would have thought? Didn't look into many of them, though. You're welcome. 
Um, we had this. I don't want to mention because I don't really care for rugby, but this seemed really odd. Okay. The Rugby League World Cup final was on. A yowie came out half time. Please. It <sighs> began in 1989. What? Yeah. Yeah. What, so the first the World, half? The World Cup began in 1989. Oh. Was it, is it Rugby Union or Rugby League? League. Oh, okay. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you've got like my minimal attention during this bit. <laughs> so. I yeah, I don't. I haven't read so enough of the article. It was so boring that halfway through, I was like, "Were we doing something?" <laughs> so, as far as I can see, because I'm not reading every single word that makes up this article. Well, <laughs> who's got time the, for that? This is the. Uh, Reporting that we come to love in our sports <laughs> You're section. welcome. So there was a game in 89. There was three games in 1990. There was two games in 1991. And then there was two in 92 and a final. Who won? Australia. Oh. Beat Great Britain. 10 to 6. And everyone was like, oh, I guess we're going to start it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Did you just be weird. too exhausted to celebrate at that point? Yeah. It's like. Oh, but yay. what do you do in the meantime? What else have they been doing? Playing like, more rugby league, doing. Oh, man. That sounds. Yeah. That sounds fishy. Yep. Don't like it. Kid sketchy. Stricken for the record. Uh, we also had a boxing fight. I know we don't really care about boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, the time where I lived in England, Lennox Lewis was a big deal. Okay. Remember Lennox Lewis at no. all? No. It was a big deal. Uh, he was fighting back in 92. I didn't yeah. realise he was that old. Just anyone? Uh, he was fighting against Donovan Ruddick. Sorry, <laughs> Donovan like, Razor Ruddick. Sounds like a oh. fake name. It's a real it name. sounds like someone who feels like, what's your name then? D- Donovan Ruddick. <laughs> Razor <laughs> Ruddick. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought he looks at like the Donovan album <laughs> and then a Paul Rudd for... <laughs> While in Shaver Shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was Lennox Lewis? Down, I looked down at his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lennox Lewis was listening to the Arrhythmics. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> the winner of this fight was supposed to fight the winner Not of another set, fight. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about Roxette anymore. Yeah, Their time any, was any over. Legs was in them. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Excuse me. It's <laughs> important sport news over here. Uh, you remember Evander Holyfield? Yeah, sure. No. Yes, you do. I know that. I know him. Yeah. Did he get his ear bitten off? By Mike Tyson. Yes. Oh, okay. We're not there yet. Okay. He was fighting a guy called Riddick Bow. That's just like, that's that's Donovan the opposite. That's a Donovan It's like this. <laughs> it's Bizarro World. Um... So those two were fighting, and then the winner of each fight was supposed to fight each other for like the heavyweight championship. Okay. Uh, Mr. Bow or Bowie? No, it's Bibo or Bow. Who knows? Jesus. Um, <laughs> Lennox started calling him Chicken Bow because mm. he ref- he beat Holyfield. Okay. So those two were supposed to face off for the he title. Did look like a chicken? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Um, there's no photos of him here. Hmm. Bowed out. He no. bowed out. Yeah, you like that? No. No, he didn't. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, yeah, he was... Silent refu- nodding. 
he refused to fight Lennox because um, Lennox was wanting too much money. Okay. He wanted like a 90-10 split of 30 ma- $32 million. Jesus yes, it's 92 as well. Oof. Who cares? About That's that a lot of much. money. They were offering Lennox Lewis $2.5 million, Yeah. And this guy's going to take 30 Uh But eventually this guy got sick of uh, being called names and just gave up his title and walked away. Damn it, Ben. I thought that was going to be a fight and I was going to be like, we've gone from Yowie to Yowza. Yowza. <laughs> and then... Ruined. He's just like... Bowing. I, I ruined it. Then he's just... He's just like, oh, I don't like you calling me names anymore. I'm not going to... I'm not going to box. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. <laughs> yeah, that's what the bigger man does. So he right? called him Chicken Bow. And mm-hmm. then he was a chicken. Yeah, essentially. He lived up to his name. And, yeah. and bowed out. And he bowed out. Chicken bowed out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, by the way, pretty shit. Like, Lennox, Lennox Lewis didn't sort of think about it. He didn't workshop that, that payout very much. It's like, chicken no. bow. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the 90s, that's what you called people, right? <laughs> back to the future was around. I don't want to go through what you could call people back in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but the... Positive is he got the title for doing nothing. Yeah, that's my. And then answer. he fought a guy called Tony Tucker. It's <laughs> all made up. This is all your fantasy. <laughs> I'm gonna cover boxing so much more now that these are their names. Oh my god, <sighs> this is great. Uh, my other sporting news is baseball related because you like baseball. I do. The Toronto Blue Jays. Hey, my team. Ish. What? I used to go for them quite a bit. Did you go for them in 1992? Yeah, I did actually. Because they became the first non-American team to win a game outside of America in a World Series. Yeah. And you know what they then went on and did? What? Lost. No, they won the World Series. Yeah. The first... <laughs> like you... Yeah, 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 they did. That's yeah. Right. Lost? Yes. Yeah, sure, fine. Whatever. Uh, yeah, the first... <laughs> My brain went to the Lost TV show and I was like, what? <laughs> they disappeared. They, uh, <laughs> they encountered a polar bear. <laughs> they turned out to be in heaven this whole time. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. For what? <laughs> For that horrible TV show. I've, I've never watched yeah, it. Yeah, never watched it. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, um, but my favourite thing... You don't remember Deion Sanders, do you? You're just throwing someone... names at me. Ah, uh, this is a real name. He's a real person. Yeah. They called him Primetime. <laughs> he tried to play two major sports in one day. Ah. He was like ridiculous Baseball athlete. Baseball and what? NFL. Ah. So he was playing for the <clears throat> Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> uh, actually, no. Uh, yeah, he was. Falcons and the Braves. Okay. Atlanta Braves. Yes. So he played for the Falcons in the morning, got on his private jet, went to Pittsburgh from Miami to play for the Atlanta Braves. And the coach was like, no, you're not in the starting lineup. Sorry. Fucking hell. Yeah. Just let him do it. They wanted him to basically pick, because obviously like playing two sports overlap seasons. Yeah. Each league is like, you need to pick someone. Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? He's like, I want to do both. We can't commit to both. But he could because he was a ridiculous athlete and excelled at both. Okay. Like, there's a 30 for 30 on him. Oh, He's got his own docker as well, I think. He's quite a confident man. Um, but fair enough because... Translation, he's a jerk. <laughs> possibly. But if you're that good... You look at LeBron James now and like players now who are like ridiculous money. They're the best at their sport. This guy is one of the best mm. at both sports at the same time. Okay. 
What? M- movies? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Happy movies. Let's go. All right. Movies. Um, there was quite a few movies. I'm not going to say good or bad. Because um, they're mostly meh. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Uh, <laughs> just... White guys swearing at each other for like about an hour and a half. More like Glenn and Gary suck grass with me. You couldn't do it, could you? Bet you did. Uh, Hero, Mighty Ducks, Mr. Baseball of Mice and Men, 1492, Conquest of Paradise. That sounds thrilling, doesn't it? A river runs through it. Brad Pitt could run through me. Talking about Congress of Paradise. Under Siege, Candyman, Consenting Adults, Dr. Giggles, um, Reservoir Dogs, and There Goes the Neighbourhood. What did we watch this week? We watched Mighty Ducks a while ago. Well, yeah, if you want to go back and uh, listen to us kind of cover it. We did cover it. We actually talked about it. We didn't a little bit. It's not a Batman one. It's, it's better. Be better with the sound on. Like the film with the sound on. Yeah. Um... So yeah, uh, check that out. I'll uh, watch along with that. I watched Mr. Baseball and was very disappointed. Uh, Tom Selleck, Baseball. It's like chocolate chocolate ice cream with sprinkles. Yeah. I've got to see his bum though. Well, you know. That's <laughs> how, how did it rate to Van Damme's bum? Uh, well, I mean, come on. Harry. Is it Harry? Yeah. Is it Harry? It's got the same mustache. <laughs> when... <laughs> <laughs> That is all I'm going to visualize for the rest of my life. Thanks, Bob. When it came up, you're like, I don't know Bob Hoskins was in this. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, how does it uh, hold up to Field of Dreams? (laughs) It's, um, he basically, he's like a, uh, did you cry? Nah. Um, he's a New York Yankees baseballer who was quite, quite good back in the day, but he's, he's lost his mojo. So they sent him to Japan. That's pretty cool. Cause it actually oh, highlights. I saw this as a kid. Yeah. It highlights a lot of like the Japanese baseball and, um, baseball teams and stuff like that. Been a lot of Japanese baseball in this podcast. Oh, lately. Oh, yeah. Um, he goes over there and he, um, meets up with a bunch of other players. And it's sort of that, that whole story. He, he meets a, um, reporter who doesn't like him at first, but sort of he, he wins wherever. He's a bit of a douchebag um, all the way through it. <laughs> well, hang on. This doesn't fit with 90s films. <laughs> it doesn't the, fit with 90s. The guy was a jerk and then became nice. Uh, but yeah, it was just, I don't know, he was a bit meh. It went for way too long too. Um, I also watched today, me and we watched an awesome Saturday afternoon movie called Hero. What would you say if I told you I ran to a burning plane and saved a bunch of people? You wouldn't do it. I mean, it's a character thing, Bernie. Bernie LaPlante was a small-time operator. Give me $85 for the machine to walk. I'll throw in a couple of wheel covers, a case of insect propellant. Here. You need a uh, air filter? Gail Gailey was a big-time reporter. For excellence in the pursuit of truth. Then, one dark night, as she was flying home... Fate brought them together. Hold them, buddy! I got hundred dollar shoes here! Out of the darkness came a man with no name, risking his own life for ours. Whoever you are, I and the other survivors of Flight 104 say, 
Thank you. But while America searched for its hero... One million dollars to anonymous hero! You think your father would do something like that? It's against his religion to stick his neck out. They found him. Another man filled his shoes. Hi, Jose. He's a fake. <laughs> With Dustin Hoffman, oh. who... He talks like Rain Man all the time, just like in a low mutter. Like oh. there was no subtitles, and the kids were what were playing a game in the front lounge room, and it was really loud. And I, I had it up. I, had to, I turned it up so much. He's just like, oh. it's like fucking Dustin Hoffman. Like, was he up. fresh off the uh, Dick Tracy set? He was fresh off. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a movie about. It's actually a pretty cool setup. Uh, so he's like a, he's like a, a small time crook, um, shit father, shit husband. Um, he's driving home and a plane crashes right in front of him with Gina Davis on it. It's a golden era. So Gina Davis is in the movie. She's a reporter. Um, he goes in very begrudgingly and like saves 50 people from this plane. Um, and then he, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want any, uh, recognition. So he just walks away. He talks about it with his friend, Andy Garcia. Um, and and the big thing is that he left one of his shoes there so they're saying oh who's this like Cinderella guy that saved all these people and we're trying to find him and so Andy Garcia says oh it was me (laughs) and takes his takes his limelight nice gets like gets a million dollars gets all his gratitude Gene Davis falls in love with him and then it starts to fall apart and you and like you know it it has a pretty good ending as well Um, I would it's one of my one of the better films I've seen in a while it's pretty fun but it's very cozy. It's like it's not great. It's just you know. It's just. It I mean, if Gina Davis is in it, that's mm. a pretty good yeah, start. Yeah. And yeah. It, it feels and like it's got so many like uh, it's got a young Jeff Garland's in it um, from Kobe Enthusiasm. Um, oh. It's got uh, Chevy Chase is in it, uncredited. Um, nice. Stephen. That's Tobolos- how you want him. <laughs> Stephen Tobolowski's in it. Um, Ned. Ned Ryerson. Wow. <laughs> By the way, next year. Is it? It's Groundhog Day. <sighs> Finally. Are you gonna do a watch along? Maybe. Maybe. That and Fugitive. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tits. Tits. Um, I was waiting for you to say Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah oh, so... We'll yeah, get to that. Check out Hero. Um, I didn't watch... I was going to actually watch... I was all primed to watch Under Siege. I was like, I'll suffer through it. I fucking hate him, but I'll watch it. It's off of Prime now. And I have to uh, pay for it. I'm not paying for Seagal. No. I didn't know that was on the list. Yeah, I thought about mentioning it, but then Thanks I also for omitting that. didn't. Buddy, I mean, I sent you the list. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted to watch it because of the Tommy Lee Jones factor, mm. and I caught a, I caught a little bit. Of, it was on free to air TV like a few weeks ago, so I caught a little bit of it then. Um, but yeah, I I think it's a perfectly fine movie. It's just got a garbage person in it. Let's talk about Candyman. Have you ever heard of Candyman? If you look in the mirror and you say his name five times. In cities everywhere. Candyman. They whisper his name. Right. Candyman. It's just a story. Candyman. Candyman. Just a ghost story. Candyman. An entire community starts attributing the daily horrors of their lives to a mythical figure. The legend first appeared in 1890. He was attacked, mutilated, and burned to death. Poor Candyman. Helen, a woman died in there. Leave it. Everyone knows he isn't real. That's modern oral folklore. 
everyone except Helen Lyle. Where did I? It ain't safe around here. I don't scare too easy. Can't even. Let's. Flesh. Exquisite flesh. <laughs> Hook into flesh. That's. Flesh, flesh, flesh. English. Romance. Romantic flesh. That's exactly what I said because I hadn't noticed it in Hellraiser 3. <gasps> and then when Candyman says, like, oh, I didn't. I thought you were just being silly and just. No, picking, no. That he says it. I did not notice. Candyman said it. <laughs> I know he says it, but I didn't notice it repeatedly. Yeah, so what? It, it's just he's, he says it a few times, but it's just the way he says it. He's got this hook up. It's like flesh. I'm like, come on. Just There's a few moments. So you only have that. to use the word exquisite once for it to be too many times. That bathroom scene's pretty rough. Which one? Which one? Where she... Gets beat up. Yeah, but also like before that. I, she is a really good actress. I really liked her in it and I thought she looked like Gillian Anderson. So yes, I thought it was Gillian Anderson. Between Laurie, Laurie Petty, Petty and yeah. Gillian Anderson. Um, when she goes in and she immediately... Um, so if you've noticed... I'll give it a bit of a back. Candy Man is a story about um, uh, these two um, university... Um, uh, graduates, they're, they're doing a thesis on urban legends, mm-hmm. and there's one about Candyman. It takes place in like um, uh, one of the rougher parts of Chicago, um, and they, they they they. I really like the fact that when they go to the um, apartment block and they go through because someone's been killed there. It's because they said Candyman five times into a mirror. This guy comes. He's got a hook for a hand, and he fucking destroys people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I liked the fact that they went to the crime scene and it was like, it felt very lived in. Like, it was like, I bought everything that she did. Like, the building she walked into, like, I just, I just bought it. I was, I I was dialed in. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They, they find, like, so uh, people start dying. (laughs) Because people start saying fucking Candyman five times. I've said it twice now. I'm not going to say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And it's just like uh, her husband in it. What a piece of oh, shit! God, he's <laughs> uh, the guy um, who's uh, the John Terminator Connor's, Two dad, John Connor's stepdad, or foster dad. Yep. In uh, Terminator Two, he could not wait to get into one of his. He's he's a university lecturer. He couldn't wait to get into one of his students after she is like committed to him. How is um his new piece on the side at the end okay when she walks in and she just turns around and screams like you know who that is why are you just screaming like she's broke out of jail okay but the crying you were the random screaming and crying that end part where she's like firstly uh, you can walk around whatever you want Mm. (laughs) you you didn't need a jiggly boob top (laughs) and at the end she's just like She's screaming at her now, her new lover in the bathroom who's just been gutted. But the last scene we see in a fairly sophisticated movie to that point is just like jiggly boobs and like, ah! <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's a bit of a shit. Yeah. Or even like... You um, didn't even need that. I think. No, we... I hate it. That was, that's the only bit I didn't really... Well, same yeah. with like... Laurie Petty's uh, in the bath earlier. Yeah, I was oh. like... Up until that point, it's like, unless Candyman's coming out of the bathtub, this isn't necessary. Yeah, unless it's... Uh, Apparently she was um, hypnotized a few times on set too, um, especially with the bees part. So there's a bit. Fair enough. Um, you'll find out if you watch me. I don't want really to give it too much away because like it's actually worth watching this and getting the backstory. But I like, think we already have. Well, no, because like the backstory <laughs> of Candyman is that um, he was uh, he was a slave that um, uh, who ended up 
impregnate is he did he impregnate the daughter of like a rich person or he dated yeah. her? He, he basically married they, her yeah. yeah and then a bunch of, of the um of the townsfolk like took him out beaten the shit out of him like cut off his arm and then put him into the bee hives covered him covered, covered him, him in, in honey so but yeah covered him in honey and put him in the bee hives and like so there's a bit of like there's a lot of bees when the candy man comes on near the end there's this bit where they're all coming out of his mouth and apparently what they did was that they got um just hatched bees so they've got haven't got stingers yeah they oh. don't sting as much they yeah they don't sting as sting. much he thought he got stung like tw- he apparently got a thousand dollars for each sting got he 20... got in his contra- contract yeah it's like 20 stings yeah yeah so so like got... twenty thousand just for being stung yeah um, it's not bad that bit where he's holding her and his bees coming out of his mouth and it's just like i'll put it up on the instagram it's it's an incredible acting scene and just they're both so professional and so good about it it's, it's pretty like, much real as well i think he only had a dental dam in that was it yeah it's full on yeah and he said he just went to like a basically like a zen place and just you know didn't try to not sort of be in the moment and it's just <laughs> he he is an amazing actor yeah i love uh, him that didn't really go very far after this sadly oh he's in a lot though yeah but in a lot of horror films and like yeah. he, he he does a really good job as um uh, the character, the main character in the Night of the Living Dead remake by Tom Savini, like he's he's the main guy. And uh, one of your favorite franchises as well. In what? The FDs. This is a part oh, of the yeah. station. That's <laughs> the uh, yeah, oh, man. the coroner. Um, I was reading Horrible. about him. They offered, they wanted to do. Did you know that they wanted to do a Candyman versus Leprechaun? <sighs> and Tony Todd was like, "I would never be involved in something like that." That's so funny. Yeah, this is. I think this is what um, I would call. Like, this is hard to watch. There's a bit where she, because there's a lot to do about like different states of mind, like dream sequences and stuff. Like when she wakes up and she's got the blood all over her, and like a mother thinks that she's murdered or, or taken her child. Like that's a full on scene. Yeah. And I watched this at like eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, like the dog and. Oh, the dog gets yeah. his head cut off, and it's like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 not a slasher. And I think a lot of times people put it in the same category as like Halloween and Friday the 13th. It's not that. No. Even the most serious that those franchises get is not anywhere near as close. This is more like an artistic cult horror film and needs the respect that you give that. Can I tell you what would have changed that? What? They wanted to cast Eddie Murphy and Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Eddie, we're out of bananas. <laughs> they were, he was the first choice and Sandra Bullock was first choice. Sandra Bullock. Oh, that that could have worked. Um, Sandra Bullock was pretty good. Like, yeah, I could was... see her working. Pretty but speed. Eddie Murphy. But yeah, Eddie Sandra I think would be a bit too cutesy and innocent. That Gillian Petty is a bit more like <laughs> believable was like a uni student like yeah, Nose I'm down glad journalist. it went the way that it went, but they they were considered and offered, yeah. and they didn't want to do it. Um, Good move. He was like, "Nah, I'm gonna save my horror up for Vampire in Brooklyn in a couple of years' time. Yeah, that would be terrible." Or the Haunted House. So, oh my God. they're remaking Haunted Mansion. They're remaking Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Haunted Mansion yeah. Um, whenever I come on now, I'm gonna bring Letterbox reviews. Um, nice. So for Candyman, there was four stars. Good for her, which I thought was. Because we hate the husband. And, okay. Uh, three stars. <laughs> fuck bees, wasps, whatever the fuck they were. <laughs> three and a half stars. I always love candy, but only on rare occasion do I love men. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my little uh, 
Letterbox reviews moment. I love Letterbox. It's my favorite. I'm so glad you got me onto that. (laughs) It's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's yeah. It was. It's really good. If you've if you've never seen it, definitely give it a go. I really liked it, and we recently saw the. I don't know if you can call it a remake now that we've seen. It's not a remake. It's not a sequel. Reimagining. Me, I don't know. It has it, very good homage to the first one, and I wish that I'd I've seen the first one a few times, but it was when I was younger, and I wish that I'd watched it right before we saw the mm. new one. So if you do that, do it. I think watching them in either order, it it was really cool. is really good, but watching them together is definitely a yeah. good way to take them in. I don't yeah. think it matters which way you watch them. The new one's still good. It's just lacking in some areas i think there was some cutting issues maybe but definitely go go see it if you can and there was two more of this franchise like two and three i'm not sure if they get a little bit slashier i've never seen them yeah i'm gonna do it after we rewatch farewell to the flesh Mm. is uh the next one i think and what's the third one exquisite (laughs) is tony todd in them yeah they're on season three okay what else is he doing then i'll watch them (laughs) hey he's doing decent stuff no, you said he's a horror guy, so, you know, what else yeah, was he doing? A lot of horror movies made each uh, year. And that's the end of part one of uh, October 1992. Uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll get into some Reservoir Dogs. we got a whole bunch of music to get into. X-Men animated series. you got to join us then. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbor, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks. Thanks.